celebrating those who know their hope, their inheritance among the saints, a talk for the last Sunday after Trinity. Before the talk, uh, we have a practical demonstration with the help of a member of the congregation of Walter Wink's interpretation of Jesus' words to turn the other cheek and give up your coat as well, concluding that these are actions of defiance rather than defeat in the face of a bully. These are actions of protest rather than passivity in the face of an oppressor. Wink's writings can be found uh, in his books on the powers and particularly in his online piece Beyond Just War and Pacifism, Jesus's Nonviolent Way. May you know the hope he has called you to, the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints. Today we honour those people who live lives of hope, who demonstrate what hope means in the face of challenge and hardship. We honour those who refuse to put on despair and defeatism, cynicism and pessimism, but who push on in hope. We honour those who avoid the pitfall of unthinking optimism, the dream that everything will work out all right in the end, We bless those who refuse to rest in the acceptance that we'll be okay in heaven, but who rather live actively hopeful lives in the here and now. For despair, defeat, cynicism and pessimism, and I would argue optimism, are the opposites and opponents of hope. What these enemies of hope have in common is a confidence about what is going to happen, a false certainty that excuses inaction. Whether you feel assured that everything is going to hell or will all turn out fine, you are not impelled to act. They undermine your participation in life. They're generally both wrong in their analysis and damaging in their consequences. Not acting is a luxury those in immediate danger do not have and despair is something no one can afford. We give thanks for those who have carved a hopeful path between the two extremes of crushing despair and impotent optimism and who have acted to bring hope into our world. We give thanks for those who have taken to heart Jesus' words spoken directly to them and in light of today's reading and today's world situation we give thanks particularly for the poor and hungry who, knowing themselves to have his blessing, refuse to believe the lies of the better off who tell them that their poverty is a result of their laziness and incompetence, who act defiantly to challenge employers who block their job applications because their address is in a deprived area, who protest against landlords refusing to rent to tenants on benefits, and who raise objections to their children being given different advice on education and careers from that given to their more privileged peers. For such are the actions of those who live in hope, who are motivated by hope, and whose actions increase the amount of hope there is in the world so that others can grasp it too. Jesus invites us to see the world in a wholly different way from the hopeless picture we're usually presented. Where we are told that all that matters is economics, Jesus teaches us to sit lightly to money and things. If you've got it, give it away, he says. If you've lost it, don't be anxious to get it back. 
What is more important is the relationships you have with those who you deal with, even your enemies, those who will sue you for everything, those who keep on putting you down even when you're at your lowest ebb. For if you keep on praying for them, you'll learn how to love them in a way which will dignify you both. Jesus invites us to live hopefully on the basis of the simplest and most profound of instructions do to others as you would have them do to you. We give thanks and we celebrate those who show us the way in this, those who refuse to cooperate with anything which humiliates them, those who despite having violence done to them respond peaceably in love, those who sing a new song because despite their poverty they know the hope God calls them to and the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints 